Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls, I'm Slud Whistle. Tis I, Immunization. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Cubbybub's not going to be home for four more hours, so you know what that means. We're doing whippets in the bathroom. (laughs) No, it's that I don't have a single light bulb on in this house. She hates it when I just echolocate my way around the apartment, but she's not here to stop me. So you're basically Shriekwing from Castle Nathriu. Yes, Persephone has a tiny uh, lantern that she has to pass off to a, a dust mite so that they can avoid my attacks. What are your main attacks? Uh, just vibing. You know, sometimes I yell. Sometimes I force uh, a pool of blood to drop out of them. That one's a little gnarly, but you know, that's just how I roll. That's actually pretty hardcore. Imagine if you could actually do that. If you could make that ability. <laughs> if you could just make blood pour out of somebody. And, <laughs> and, and like, I didn't kill him. It was just like... Hey, Jim. Oh, what the fuck, Gary? <laughs> you just made me blot everywhere. Oh my god, did Jordan just blot? I don't like a man who <laughs> bleeds in a circle on the ground after seven seconds. So, like, is this their blood, or is this spontaneous new blood that is from some other place? Well, the ability mm. hurt us, right? So I always assumed it was our blood. I just assumed we lost a lot of blood, and then I was like, immune! I ain't got no blood! It could be like biological warfare, and she's just like pulling blood from somewhere else. It's like, dude, whose blood is this? She's like, I don't know, man. Is this a health hazard? Like, I can't see. How do you expect me to know whose blood it is? I just scream, and the blood comes out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I know. Okay, so shit is happening. Like, I think, are they, like, data mining hardcore right now? Like, are our data miners, like, currently, like, in there with, with, like, live reporters pulling out live information? There's also access to the 9.1.5 PTR now that people are discovering things on. Including, I feel like the most noteworthy one that has dropped right before we started recording is that we have the official name that they are going to give the region formerly known as Macquarie, and we are talking that it is going to be renamed as Eridath. Now, this is crazy, because you out there, listeners, and I'm sure everybody else has been hearing the thing that it's just like, the the voice, the one of the ladies who worked on the city of Macquarie said that they purposely had them pronounce it differently, so it didn't sound like they were saying Jesse Macquarie City. But this is not anywhere near what they were supposedly told to pronounce it as, so I think this means that they're just going to have to straight up re-record all of the voice lines that reference it as Macquarie, or just remove them somehow. Maybe it'll just be like a silent region one regard, one with regards to what they refer to it as. I don't know. Either way, it's a big undertaking. I'm sure they could just go in there, although I guess it's literally the same amount of work as getting everyone to come in and say Aerodeath. But just get people like, we have to go to the the northern region. Yeah. And also, I don't really... It's forever since I did Legion. I'm pretty sure only 
like Illidan and Magni referred to it. So it's just two guys that I feel are often in the mm, studio. No, it, there's a lot of like random Draenei saying Mechari from like think about like all the times they say it in like the um Lightforge campaign as well. Like like but even like Departo Departos, not Departos as heavy would say. <laughs> Like it's so distinct, and some of these comments are funny because some of them are like, I never knew how to pronounce Macari anyway. And it's like, dude, it's literally like it's Mac apostrophe Ari. Like, that's it. Like, you said it, you did it. I did always think it was the weird, odd region out on our goose, anyways. So, I feel like Aerodeath fits in better, anyways, when you just look at it, mm-hmm. especially with it being the seat of power for the Eridar. Might as well name it after your people instead of Jesse McCree. Yeah, I did, the rename, is, like, lore-wise, makes so much more sense. Eridath, like, perfect. Now, I mean, you were saying that you, you thought that the name fit weird with the other names. What are the other names on, on Argus? Do you know on top of your head? <laughs> so, one is the Antoran Wastes, right? Um, And fuck, what is the mm-hmm. what is the third one? It's Crow something, right? It's like Corcron? Corcron? Is that it? Uh, no, because I'm thinking of Cro-Magus, and I believe you're thinking of the Corcron, which are orc people. So we gotta do a good old look up here. It is indeed Crocon. I was correct. Cro- well, or I, Crocoon, egg, egg maybe. on my yeah. face. Corcoon. This is gonna be- I'm like- Excited is a weird word. I'm not like- not, I'm saying- I was just saying I'm excited to watch this happen. I'm just more interested in like- how much work this is gonna fucking be? How many voice recording re-recordings will there be, and how many deletions will there be? I reckon there's gonna be a lot more deletions than there are gonna be recordings, right? Because I think I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna this random guy. If this whole saga has taught me anything, it's there are a lot of callbacks to like the same four people in every single thing. Wowhead has a new thing like. This NPC, when you talk to him, used to just say Jonathan the Craft's name over and over and over again. And I was like, how did a, how did all of these blend in during my many years of playing? How did I not go like, wow, this is deeply egregious? Yeah, like there's so many things that we didn't realize. And also one that we need to address as a, he was a contestant in our sexiest NPC of the, of the year. Our, our good old, uh, well, not good old, our, uh, the fantasy fiction writer of like the steamy romance novels also named after one of the uh on the lamb blizzard employees is that jonathan the craft it is right yeah it is yes so we have our first official redacted sexiest npc of the week award i i would have to look up to see what this character was renamed to but his oh oh it was and i'm glad they did rename him but I want to say it was something like Lawrence Bookman. Oh, yes. <laughs> like they, they, in the grand scheme of things, when they were going through characters, they were like, no one cares about this one. Lawrence Bookman, moving on. Okay, I have found it. They have renamed the author in Boralus, the sexiest NPC of, that we named, of like the one who wrote all the, well, supposedly wrote all of the steamy romance novels. He is now Noah Scribson. Okay, okay, not as bad as Bookman. I mean, Scribson is literally in the same wheelhouse as Bookman. Yeah, though. I was going to say, <laughs> it's just an alternate version, but it's not as bad as, like, Tim Story Guy. 
Oh man, if it was Tim Story guy though, that'd be pretty good. I also just hope that this just teaches them a lesson that you shouldn't name regions or characters or things in your game based off of your employees, because who knows what's going to happen. Also, it's just kind of weird in general. You sounded just like the Trunchbull in Matilda when you said, I hope this will teach you my lesson. What lesson? Your father sold me a lemon? We might as well just throw all of them in the toki. <laughs> uh, cake. That's the only scene I've seen. You can do it, Brucey. Go Bruce is the correct response, not cake. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this entire convection. This is the little Matilda eight. really likes to fight people online. That's all Good. I know. And I agree with her ability. She's out. She's online. out here every day on Twitter, and I guess because she's just like a writer now, so she's like, I have time. She also literally doesn't even probably need to log in anywhere. She probably just can like telepathically post her trolling tweets at people. The idea of Matilda using her powers to post aggressive tweets online is amazing. And she would totally do that. She loves books. Those 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 book people, those those bookmans <laughs> love using their ability. <laughs> no! <laughs> He's gonna get cancelled. Fun fact, uh if what what is Matilda's last name? Scribes. I know nothing about this film. War it's a book, first of all. I know, it's a Second roll doll book. Wormwood Sell me a lemon. This is now a Matilda podcast. Honestly, I can do a, I can do a Matilda podcast. There's a lot to unpack there. She kicks a cat across the street. And you know that cat's name, Aaron? Persephone. Wait, Trunchbull does or Matilda does? Trunchbull, Trunchbull. Everyone, everyone out there knows. Okay, I was, I was like, I was like, fucking Matilda and I are about to come to blows. I'm going to be her newest Twitter enemy if she kicked Purse across the street. Trunchbull is like lesbian villainous perfection. She's like, she beats up Krill the villain in that one. Sometimes, and I by sometimes I mean pretty often, I think about like that one Trunchbull fit where she's just in her like lifting clothes. Like a little 1984 Olympics, like she has Hell the big yeah. belt she's on. got the lifter belt on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that film, but I know that's a look. That's a powerful attire. I love that shit, man. Speaking of powerful attires, did you guys see that we are getting some new shoes? Get yourself an outfit. I mean, personally, Aaron and I probably aren't capable of being too excited about new shoe mog, but, you know, in 9.1, we are getting some new shoe types of mog. Hey, it seems like they're they're making shoe options for the visibly footy adjusted people every day now because so there's maybe. there there's only more and more of us as time goes on drain eye worgen troll volpera we need alter alternative shoe options oh yeah do volpera have the same foot problem as they Worgen? do wow i guess i don't know why i figured they wouldn't because they're smaller but i guess their feet probably look more updated than your guys's nasty feet huh they updated our feet as of recent. They just, it, I can assure you, looking at both, shoes would not look good. Like, I complain, like, we don't have any shoe options. But if they were like, do you want us to put cloth over those big feet? I'd be like, no, sir. That's a hard pass from me, sir. All I got to say is, while they're getting some new shoes, I hope that they also add some additional uh, back accessories. Some backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpacks. <laughs> what, what was one? Boots and pants and boots and pants. Haircuts. Speaking of uh, boots and pants, 
I, Aaron, I I see that you're finally wearing your explorers uh, explorers outfit attire that you got from your recruiter friend. Yes, though I have already switched out. Why? Because everyone's doing it now. No, uh, because I got a big golden knife, and I also have the big golden dish that comes with it. So I'm like, I need a big golden outfit. But you've chastised me in time that I can log in and uh, get my explorer's outfit on again. Listen, everyone knows you can't wear that tabard. I, I don't really get why the tab why that tabard comes with it. Very rarely does a tabard ruin an outfit, but that shirt, explorer's shirt. I would argue as a, a, as a dress wearer. It always ruins outfits. Yeah, I feel like there's only like three or four tabards that properly cover that. For some reason, they all end where a belt is supposed to be if you aren't actually wearing a belt even, and I'd never have understood this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't wear a belt loaded tabards. Everyone knows that. No, what I'm saying is that uh, there are some tabards that just cut off as the belt, even if cut off at the belt line, even if you aren't wearing a belt. Probably because you're wearing you a dress, a skirt, right? Yeah, that's yeah why. if you have a skirt, which is like 90% of cloth stuff, you should not wear a tabard because it's boo-boo. That's why you don't be a clothy, unless you're a gnome. Because if you're a gnome, the tabards are perfect because it actually, you can't even tell that anything's cut off because you're so tiny. You don't get to see most of the outfit anyway. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so the, the, that's the real pro strats there then. I guess I might as well just like throw this out there since we did talk about the new shoes. Some of the interesting ones that we're supposedly getting in 9.1.5 are Bone Mog shoes, Dragon Scale, Fur, Lava, and ones that actually look plated and like leather. So are these coming from just a shoe salesman? Are these just new armor that's coming? H- how do I acquire these new shoes? So we don't 100% know yet, but they have been data mined. So I assume it will probably be available in some future set. They definitely look different than any other shoes I've seen, though. So that's good. Listen, all I know is if they got shoes, I know I can wear all of them. So I'm excited to see all these shoes come in just for me. Doesn't matter. You're a cat most of the time. <gasps> this is true. You <laughs> Except for when I boomkin, and then I'm just a big scary owl. Hey, can I use the glyph, the fun boomkin glyph, where I'm blue and starry, but when I'm in feral form? I... Wait, I mean, like, so that you're on your hands and knees? What? No, so I'm... Oh, I I thought you meant, can I use the glyph that turns into just a blue human, or a blue, like, humanoid... But you're feral, so like oh you're on God. your hands oh and feet. Like, wow, I'm a cat. I was like, I've never seen anyone do it, but shoot for the stars. No, like, remember a long time ago, we bullied Yabiag into not using this glyph that made him pretty. And we were like, no, you need to be the big owl. Yeah, this because we wanted to see him as big owl, though, because he's always big owl. There's like a period for like 20 seconds per five minutes of a fight where I am just a boomkin. Because I guess it's better to owl weave. And if I could be just stars instead of a big, ugly <laughs> owl beast, I would do that in a heartbeat. I need to try that. Now, I'm interested. I see on our thing here that former pornographic film star, current uh, presidential litigate Stormy Daniels will be visiting Stormwind and Ogre. What's that about? 
Ogre, my homie Ogre. All my all my homies hate Ogre. Oh, Ogre's gonna pee on her too. Y'all, okay. You never look at my show notes, so I just figured I could put my little shorthand here. And this this little note is supposed to say that currently we now have weather effects in Stormwind and in Orgrimmar. Okay, I don't. Full disclosure, I didn't have the show notes up this time for the first time ever, and Aaron did for the first time ever? What is this? And then you referenced them? It's the future. I, <laughs> You should see my screen. Everything's all put to the side like it's the Matrix. I'm in full optimization now. We have a Discord, all caps. We do have a Discord, and you listeners can join us and hang out with us on Discord. We will link it in the show notes, and we will link it on Twitter. So yeah, come join us, and let us know if the link doesn't work, because apparently we didn't have a permanent one before, and we're sorry about that. But it should be permanent now. We have some struggle buses with it. You know, it's whatever. It is what it is. Hey, I'm gonna pull a time warp. Oh! Why? Why? Why would you hurt me like this? I have some... I also have a lot to talk about this time warp, because I actually learned a lot from picking this time warp, and I, I'm i kind of still shook by this information. I am just not learning. Oh. Both I'm fun and what educational. Be, so, if you're new to the show somehow, I don't know how that's possible. These two fools have 40 seconds. Ooh, that reminds me to get my clock ready. 40 seconds to answer as many questions as they can. <laughs> Maria just tried to call me and she sent me a picture of her face during the FaceTime call. Look. Her eyeballs got a bandage She's over it. She's trying to participate. She's like, I'm pulling up to this time warp right now. Also, why does she have a bandage over her eye? I don't know. And she's going to be mad at me because I didn't call her for the surgery that I didn't know was even happening. Uh, and she only, she, this is proof, guys. She only literally calls during the podcast every single time, right? Every week she fucking calls me. Anyway, so they have 40 seconds to answer as many incorrect questions as they, correct answers as they can of the question I'm about to ask. And of this one, there are only, I believe, seven or eight correct answers. A real small pool here. Are you guys ready to answer some trivia? I suppose so. I am a short boy, so I appreciate a small pool. I don't want to get lost. But now, before I ask you this question, I will give you a description. Dimensional ships are vessels created and operated by the Naru that can travel between worlds and dimensions, traversing, traversing the twisting nether as normal ships. I ask you guys to name as many of these dimensional ships as you can. On your mark. I hope you're ready for set. a lot of silence. Go. Vindicar. The Exodar. Uh, the Exodar. Um, the uh, Antorus. Um, okay, so I'm thinking of... I don't know if this is actually a ship or if it just looks like a ship, but it, there is, it's an instance up in... Shatrith. Um... Is it called the Mechanar? I, I like ran this one over and over again to get rep. Yeah, or uh, Al Alcatraz. Hi. Alcazar. Full disclosure: the Maria text actually distracted me from getting a, uh, a timer up, so I had to eyeball that one. But you guys literally, holy shit! I think you guys timed it, like tied it. 
And I'm talking like down to the fucking nitty gritty, the very end. Known dimensional ships and purpose. Tempest Keep as a whole, by the way, is a whole Naru ship. Uh, the Eye, the Architras, the Mechanar, the Botanica, the Exodar, the Genadar, Arabos, which is interesting to think about that name, by the way, and the Zenadar. Um, interestingly enough, someone said another ship that is not included in this, which is confusing to me as well. Because Aaron said the Vindicar, which Isn't definitely the Vindicar, is the uh, <laughs> one that they use in Legion, right? Or is that yeah, a late like, Forge Drain I one? <laughs> I'm it, going crazy. All of these are just buildings, <laughs> and that one right? is a ship. So uh, under speculation, it says the Vindicar, a vessel built by the Drain Eye to return to Argus, could be a dimensional ship. That's right, because dimensional ships are traditionally in control of the Naru. The Vindicar was created by Drain Eye to get back to Argus without Naru help. I guess. So they don't know if they even qualify as a ship or not. But it's weird, though, because a, a there Naru definitely was a Naru there. on there, yeah. But they didn't I mean, make I, it. I, I understand, like, lore-wise, I lost that one, but it's so funny that it's just like, uh, no, mm, Tim said it's not one, so it's not one. This is the part that throws me the most, and I never knew this. I mean, obviously, I wasn't playing Burning Crusade. The Exodar is a missing piece of Tempest Keep. They complete each other. If you add, so just just the Exodar broke off from the hole. Yeah. when they flew into Azeroth. Oh, and that's why the Mechanar is also a part of it. So all of them are just broken pieces of it. Yeah, dude, I never knew that. I thought they were just like ships of, like the Blood Ups. Me, I didn't know that these were all. I didn't like what Aaron said about them being buildings. I didn't know they were fucking spaceships. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't read up on my drain I lore. When they're static buildings, I assume they're just static buildings. That's crazy. Did you guys fucking know this and no one told us? What are you guys doing? I didn't know this, no. I was just naming things that looked like, that in my mind looked like the Exodar. So that's that's where I went there. It's also crazy. So, okay, so remember how I said Aurobos? It's A-U-R-O-B-O-S. Arabos was used by High Commander Lathraxian, who's the light-forged... Nathrazim. Yeah, Nathrazim. Used by him and reinforcements from the Army of the Light to travel to Netherlight Temple and to aid the Conclave. So, this man has his own fucking ship? The guy who's fucking under control of Daddy Denathrius his whole time? Called Arabos? fighting him. And that's definitely going to come back as a mechanic where it's like, he's targeting seven players with Arabos lasers. This is so interesting. Some 48-year-old man out there is like, I already knew all this. Didn't you boys read the books in 2006? Why were you watching Invader Zim? Well, that probably was true. (laughs) So it's a tie. So fuck, I need a tiebreaker. God damn it. I can just take a shot. It's fine. That's not how the game works. Oh, okay. Okay, so how about this? We'll keep in the we'll keep in the theme. Name as many burning legion demons as you can. Types of creatures that belong in the in the burning legion. Ready? Like set. like the su- the subtype? Yes. Go. go. Oh, uh, Fellhound, Felguard, uh Imp, Succubus. Um uh, fuck um Void Lords. I don't. Uh, what are the purple guys uh, called? Uh, void walkers. Void walkers, yeah. Um. 
Uh, oh, oh, Shivara? Uh, Succubi, Eridar. Oh, uh. Fuck, what are the big guys called? Um, Doom Lords, Doom Guards. Oh, I, I just helped you there. Oh, time. Aaron got that one, but just fucking barely. Interesting. I'm not actually seeing Succubi on this list, which is like, are they not at all? Oh, okay. They're also called Syads. What? Okay, I was, I was like, what, what weird sex realm are warlocks summoning them up from? If not the Twisting Nether. Okay, so I guess Succubus and Incubi belong to the same race, which is Syad. I never knew that part. Man, today's a learning day, and I don't like this. This is scary. All right, so Mune, take your shot. Burbs. We've never seen a, a, a male succubi in this game. Then why are we talking about them in this article for? <laughs> Incubi don't exist in World of Warcraft. I feel like we should. I mean, like, it should be like a 50-50 to summon up a, either gender of Syad when you right? summon up. I mean, I know there'd be backlash because people were like, some sad man out there is like, that's how I get my rocks off is summoning my own succubus. How dare you, Blizz? But like, it's not like the distraction element is like sexuality specific. The And this Wapedia article even has a whole paragraph speculating why there aren't incubi. They have three theories. Yes, there are incubi. But the spell to summon them has been forgotten, so they can't be summoned from their planets. Incubi are slaves in their home planet. They can't do anything. The succubi consume the males of their race when they are brought into the Burning Legion, so they don't exist anymore. Okay, calm down there, Wapedia. What is this theory crafting we're doing? Like, who who wrote this? <laughs> Can you imagine an entire world or dimension just full of hot, sweaty, muscular boys? They're just like... Oh, it's a shame they forgot our spell. They're no, they're just like yeah, they're just back home in ch in chains, and then like that's why the succubi have whips, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, I'm here to take the shot now. When incubi were requested as a Ooh. as a warlock pet, a mod responded back in the day that Blizzard had plans for offering players a choice between male and female versions of all warlock demons. What of all? And that they are committed to making this happen, but that they, they didn't have a time frame. Wait, so female imps? I guess I never, I guess I never thought of them as having a gender to begin with, but I guess they'd have a bra on, right? Or like the the purple tanking ones. I did, I never thought of them as having a gender. Period. So I don't know. I mean, I, I got like it's a distinctly male voice that's like, "Why did you call?" <laughs> like, what would the female one be like? Ugh, why did you call me? Like, what the fuck? I want like a grandma voidwalker. Why did you call me, honey? Now I'm just thinking of a fell dog with a little pink bow on. Like, how, how are we going to make a gendered version of this thing? Just give it a pink dress and call it a day. A food walker in a pink dress, that's good enough. Well, I just got to say, I'm pretty excited. We got some email correspondence this week. We did. And I don't know if this is another one of your relatives, but we got an email that is from G. Rowl. G, it's Rowl. And this email just says, What up, fam? Yo, it's G. Rowl. A, I got a question for the pod. Five years after its launch, what is the legacy of Legion? 
fucking good. That's what that fucking is. Yeah. Um. I think it definitely. I remember it as being the one I had the most fun dungeoning in of all of the expansions that I've done. I've ran, but that's also just because it has so many. And sometimes when I think of Seat of the Triumvirate and uh, what's the one on Broken Shore, maybe too many <laughs> or too many dungeons. Yeah, I think overall, though, it seems that this is one of the more well-received expansions. I feel like it is generally, at least lately, up there with Wrath as the one that people talk about the most and the most positively about, it seems. I also did really enjoy it. I feel like it also timed really well because it was the first expansion that we got after Rejoin. So personally for all of us, there was a lot of hype behind it. I think it also had a, just a lasting legacy to begin with. It's the one that, that fathered Mythic Plus. It it created the Mythic Plus system as we know it. Uh, the the Legion artifact system was fucking choice. Don't let any, ca- any casuals who say... Oh, it sucked because you couldn't get enough of the things. Don't let them sway you. That made it fucking awesome. The fact that I wasn't able to get everything, I thought was cool. And the fact that some people did get everything, fuck it, that's even cooler. (laughs) That's also something that it established for everything, is it gave you your first thing that you pour stuff into, I feel like, whether it be your Legion weapon or your neck, or now technically your Covenants. It gave you the first, like, branching, like, you play how you want to play thing. Yeah, and slide mentioned the legendaries. I never fucking got the one legendary that I thought was cool and I wanted. The res pants, I believe? they were? No, cape then. Uh, so that's why I had to craft it this time around, just because I wanted it, because I never got it then. But I think the part about Legion that I appreciate the most and i still even go back on alts sometimes just to experience it and different classes that i never got to experience back then they put a lot of work into class identity with their order halls and i think that is kind of like what people wanted from their garrisons maybe but like you got all of these different storylines like you can go back and experience all of them i've only done a like three of them so i that's why i want to go back and get them you can still get all these appearances that you can still use today too even if you like excluding the mage tower ones but there's just so much content there yeah i think it's fucking baller and the dungeons were choice the raids were great old i mean like fucking with old deer as a first raid tier Wait, no, actually, that's BFA. No, that's BFA. It's BFA. It was was Emerald Nightmare. It's even better. Emerald Nightmare. We had the fight with Sargeras. Antorus. Sargeras' tomb was good. I didn't do the one with Helia, but I'm sure that was neat. Nighthold. People still spit on themselves about Nighthold. Oh, yeah, the fucking night elves everybody's so in love with. (gasps) <gasps> yeah, I don't what? think I actually did Trial of Valor when it was live either, that now that I think about it. That was my live airing impression. How'd I do? Uh, it was a little... Uh, your your pitch was a little low. Pinch your nose and try again. I will not be doing that. Coward. No, I'm powerful, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks Thanks for the email. Yeah, thanks, G-Rowl. Yeah, thanks, G-Rowl. And I will close out this segment with 
I have received an update from my good friend Fukake. What? This is the first time that I had my phone handy to capture what Fukake sent me. And maybe you listeners at home, this will be our own Zodiac investigation. (laughs) You can help me figure out what this means. The other day, while I was gone, Fukake sent me three putrid sludges, one twisted leather cinch, 143 marred skin, and two long fibrous tongues. What does this mean? No text, no explanations. I've been running it through my ciphers all week. I don't know what it means, but maybe one of you at home can tell us. I hope they do, because I don't know. But, speaking of in-game mail, I did receive an in-game mail from our boy Gemmit, and... It was in reference to how a few weeks ago we ran into each other in Corthia while questing. And he also just gave me a few of these leatherworking toys so that I could hand them off to you guys. And I didn't even know that there was a leatherworking toy that I didn't have or that you could craft and trade to other people. So I thought just thought this was awesome. So first off, it was really awesome running into you, Gamut. Second of all, like, thank you for sending us these toys. They're really cool. Yes, thank you. Also, like, I didn't know these even existed. So what other fucking toys are out there that I don't know are a thing? <laughs> like, what else do they add? I can make you all steamy romance novel kits if you ever want them. I mean, I always want them. It's the only it's the only one I know of. And actually, just kidding, that was an inscription thing that I made forever ago. I can't do that anymore. I gotta figure out what alchemy does. It's never too late. It's not it's too, never too late. late. It's never too late. It's really good to hear your voice. It sounds so sweet. That is not the same song. Well, I think it would be really nice to hear Rowena's voice. Whoa! Whoa! Well, howdy, friends and family. I'm back today with Domino's Piz. I must say, Dom, I'm sure you get this every day, but what a name, honestly. LOL, thank you. It's quite the catch. How did you come upon this lovely moniker? What possessed you to become the embodiment of all that is cheesy and moderately priced? Well, you know, sometimes a man's gotta stand up for what he loves and I can't resist the good pizza pie. Domino's pizza was taken, so I chopped off the A, and here we are. Inspiring. Now, Dom, I have it on good authority that there is also a Lil' Caesars roaming around. What do you have to say about your competition scouring the wastes? Well, I'm not a man of competition, but I'll just say that if you take a good look at me, you'll see that I better cut the mustard. Or should I say, cut the cheese? And cut the cheese you shall, Dom. Well, I'll be stopping here for a slice, but I'll see all of you next week.
Thanks, Growl. That was a segment. Yeah, and speaking of a segment, in particular, a segment that we're going to continue is like the discussion of Legion things. And in particular, we mentioned last week about how we are getting Legion Time Walking Mythic Plus, and we surmised about certain things about it, you know, what the high level would be. But they basically confirmed this last week that we would be getting gear from it that is on par with our current gear that we're getting from Mythic Plus. So... I think we're kind of on the money with that one, and that's exciting. And it will definitely confirm that during those first two weeks, people are going to go crazy on this shit to get, like, BIS Legion trinkets or good statted rings or things like that. There's going to be a lot of salty dogs out there that are like, oh, I only had two weeks to get my best-in-slot Legion DPS increased by a 1,000, and I couldn't do it. I didn't get it. And it's like, sorry. Like, it's either we don't get this fucking mechanic, or we do. And if, if we have to step on some fucking necks to get it, your neck is worth it. And by your Ooh. neck, it's going to be probably, honestly, it's going to be my neck, right? I'm not going to get the shit that I need. <laughs> I don't really, I haven't even looked to see what there is or cared much about what a technical BIS from it would be. I mean, I'm just going to enjoy the two weeks. Because I never really did too high of Mythic Plus back then, so... I'm definitely better at the game now than I was then by, like, night and day. So I'm excited to experience these dungeons at a higher level than I ever did before. And also, making time walking give you relevant gear is such a fucking wet dream that you surely are going to get something. Something will be an upgrade. You might not get your best in slot. But now that we have an extra pool of items to pull from, now this won't affect your great vault, they said. So you so you won't get, like, legion vault items but you can still get fucking max eye level gear like this has never happened before from like an alternate source like this yeah it is very exciting all i want to say i just want to warn people if you come in there and you said i'm super excited to do boss three and dark heart thicket you're getting that fat ban you're getting kicked we are jumping on the log every time the in mythic plus you have That's to true. do it, I think, plus. right? Yeah, you have a choice. Yeah, because you have to get, you have to kill a certain number of people. Oh, this is awful! It's, <laughs> I'm never gonna recover from this. What is her? What is her name? What is her like? Her name? It's like a nasty dragon in it's the swamp. It's a dragon. Yeah, it's just a swamp yeah. dragon. But I never did it enough to tell you. Because I think like it shows it shows that we didn't really do a whole lot of Mythic Plus then. We literally only did it on like Heroic and maybe Mythic Zero because we skipped this dragon every time. Yeah, her name is Drosseron. So take with that what you will. Learn her name because hopefully I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing a lot more of her than we ever did back then. <laughs> yeah, but we also got some data mined information that the affix that will be associated with this is known as Infernal. We don't really know much about it other than the fact that people surmise that it will probably involve the summoning of various infernals and maybe demons. So, maybe you guys want to kill some demons. Let's fucking kill some oh, demons. That's a, that's a reference as old as time. And actually, I think it was Dark Heart Thicket. How topical. It was. I think it was the top of... It was wide, right? It was near that big... It was near the big brown demon boy. It was near uh, Doomlord Kazakh, I think. 
I actually think it may have been during like pre-patch of Legion. Did they have special demon invasion type things happening? They did. They did. That's where you get like the fell cinch gear, the black and green gear. You guys want to kill some demons? Um, demons? This poor man, though. Our band literally just wanted to like have some help killing demons for a quest. That's yeah, all he that's wanted. That's just what he sounds so like. <laughs> Maybe he got on the mic weird and he gave us that one, and we're like, we're never letting this go. He typed it. That's the funny part. He typed it out in just like a random party chat, and we're like, we're in a rush. We're not killing demons for this poor man. Get out of here. Now we just make fun of him for the next like <laughs> six years. Which, like, it would have literally helped us to kill demons, too, retrospectively, because there's that achievement to kill demons there. If I remember correctly, I think we did still kill some demons, but we still made fun of him while <laughs> he did it to each other. Yeah, we're like, look at this fucking tryhard over here the wanting to ask unravels. us to help him kill some demons. Every day we find out more and more just we're bullies. <laughs> hey, whatever life throws you, you gotta make it lemons. Your father sold me a lemon. Wormwood. Got to watch out for them lemon stealing whores. Wow, good reference. Um, lemon head, Adventure Time, screaming reference. I don't actually scream, but you get the idea. Um, so we have some nine point one point five notes, class tuning that I don't think we talked about. We haven't talked about the Ember Court having a alt catch up yet, have we? No. Which, no. I don't care about this. But maybe I will later when I can do it. So you can now use your influence with guests to help your to help their friends or alternate characters. What does that mean? I think it means that if you make a Venthyr alt, we can help you in your Ember Core. It does. It does. Here it is. Um, these okay. So once you've completed the best friend quests for a guest, that guest will offer a quest inside your Ember Court scenario to all other players who visit. These friend-of-a-friend quests unlock a permanent 30% increase to friendship gains with that guest. So invite a player or two to your next Ember Court and start the introductions to help them make friends faster. Well, 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 looks like I'm about to get a lot of friend boosts from you two. Fucking joke on you, Slide. I don't do the Ember Court much anymore, so... It is beyond my understanding that you can bring other people into your Ember Court. I was going like, to say, makes sense yeah, like, it's, what? it's an instanced thing that you have to queue for. But I was like, who's bringing in people to help? I have my four NPC helpers, and I just leave my computer for 15 minutes. Well, now you can invite a few friends to come and AFK in there with you. you can show me they won't understand. They'll, they'll fuck it up. It'll be a nasty party, and I'll see fucking slide whistle over there cleaning up some rubble. I'm gonna hang out and with he'll the, ruin it for Lady Moonberry. <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with the Kyrians, the real homies holding it down, everyone's favorite members, right? Or is it Droman who's your guys you guys don't like? The big blue bear. I I, I like do Droman. not like Droman Alioth because she always just gives me a table of food. I'm like, give me a mount, give me some maw, give me something cool, Droman. And she gives me a one hour long buff and a table. Well, that's something. Temel now sells a new favorite item, the Party Herald's party hat. This bind that account item can be sent to your alts and permanently increases rep gains with the Ember Court by 30% for any character that uses it. The item also gives Temel a new, fancier party hat and oh, gives you shit. an option to ask Temel to put that hat on you 
inside the scenario. Can I, on my main, buy this just to have a fancier hat? This seems like you can. Also, this is bullshit. Even now, I've never seen patch notes like this. We're just like, okay, just for fun, we're going to give Temel a new fun hat for the party. And if you want, you can wear it too. Like, what the? I don't get this kind of shit. I get a goddamn garden that it takes three days to fucking grow still. And it's like, and I'm st- I still have not gotten that fucking frog soul. The frog soul shape. It's been like nine weeks. Where is it? Like, I'm sorry, Slide. Like, I'm sorry these patch notes don't say that you can invite us into your garden to AFK there for three days. <laughs> you can now invite people to watch your little fart clouds grow. <gasps> Here it comes. Hello, here's seven fish. Okay, I'm assuming this is a big change for you guys, but this means nothing to me. You will now receive a confirmation prompt when you queue for a scenario if one of your current guests has not RSVP'd. Oh my fucking god, yes! yes. The sheer amount of tears that could have saved me. You do not know how many times I thought that I had invited four people. But I actually started the scenario with one or two guests. I just fucking suck at this game. And by this game, I mean this game, this RuPaul's game within a game, the Ember Court. That's so embarrassing for you. Your party was so much smaller than you expected. And Yeah, so it was even easier. I, like, double AFK'd. Yeah, the limited amount we have to do now that we're party masters is even less. Because you're like... You have a whole event where all it is is there to be clean, but you forgot to invite your clean guys. <laughs> it's like, I will not be doing dancing today, actually. There's no point. Well, hey, I, I read that note, and I was like, this seems like a pretty big deal. So I, I'm glad that it, it's a big deal as it seems like it looks like. Literally a huge deal. Um, We have just some other ones. Uh, Increase the drop rate of Shards of Domination. So if you don't have one yet, God, Gandolin has no, still has like no sockets. So apparently bad luck does exist for these things. These shards in the sockets. This one's big for you, Immune, specifically. Significantly increase the amount of soul cinders awarded from layers 8 through 12, Maw Assaults, Tormentors of Torghast, and Command Table Missions. Okay, I just want to say, I was literally complaining to Slide Whistle yesterday about how exhausted I am at just the thought of running my alts through these higher Torghasts just to, after several weeks, be able to craft a higher legendary for them. It's exhausting, so I'm glad. But also, is this saying that lower levels will start giving cinders? Because before it was just 9 and up, right? It, I think it was nine. I think eight is an additional layer. If if I if I'm remembering correctly, I could be wrong. But also to go hand in hand with that, repeatedly completing wings in Torghast now awards the full amount of soul ash. Before you would only get twenty percent of your soul ash. The Feral Druid Discord determined that running layer sixes or sevens would be the best way to get soul ash over and over again. Now you can do the fucking whatever you want. It's fine. But even bigger than that, repeatedly completing wings now awards the full amount of soul cinders. So, bitch, you could keep running the same one every week, every day, every hour, every minute and keep getting soul cinders. I'm pretty sure that's what that means. Wait, so that means they untime gated 
rank six Legos on your alts, basically. Which is, I think it's about time, because like it is at this point where I'm sitting here. Okay, I'm not going to lie. This is kind of crazy. I literally spent a thousand soul cinders yesterday on a socket for my ring for a gem. <laughs> and I was like, it's a lot of soul cinders, but I've got all my things that I need for it. So I guess I can spend it. It also means that if they don't increase the amount of soul cinders you need for those, that might be the best way to get sockets on your gear just like spamming 12s for soul cinders and then getting sockets on all your socketable gear yeah so that's good these changes are great changes they're very very player friendly people are saying how on how unalt friendly this is and it's it kind of it kind of is to begin with yeah like so it's good i like it speaking of alt friendly they also announced uh in a blue post that you will be able to purchase an instant, like, 0 to 40 renown item to send to your alts for 500 gold. And, you know, that's halfway to max, like the future max. So, I feel like that is huge on a new character. I mean, you'll still have to go and get, like, your conduits for your soulbinds and all that. But that is definitely a great start there. I would imagine that means you don't have to, like, do story, right? Like, they just skips you past all the story? I do not know. I do know that they changed how that skip worked. Where if you skip the story, you miss out on some stuff. So now that doesn't skip it anymore. Or it, it gives you the stuff that you'd miss out on. So I'm kind of assuming that with the way we're going, that it should skip some of the story for around 40, right? Because, like, imagine doing that for nothing. I guess Anima, I guess, they could change it to, but, like, why? They can make it, like, a they can make it like a Barouse option where you can skip it if you want to, do it if you don't want to skip it, and then get the rewards either way. I think that's the ideal. I always thought that that was ideal with uh, the Barouse one. Yeah, just give you an option. So, we're bringing in the rear of the show here with... One of my personal favorite segments, the sexiest NPC of the week. We This week, we've got a special serpentine lady who's drop-dead gorgeous, because I fucking killed her in 2007. It's Lady Baron Vash. Ooh, and we got several different versions of this Lady Vash that we can possibly discuss, all of which are very sexy, even the one that technically isn't Lady Vash because she is a dreadlord in Corthia, but still sexy, you know, deceptive, alluring, mysterious. Exactly, she's a looker, which is good because that's all we ever got of her. Her fine looks and one stilted sentence. Mm, personally, I think I'm a fan of Bony Vash more. I just think seeing more of that that skeletal structure is not only interesting, but like alluring. But also, how does that tail move like that when she... Mm, whew, I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. Am I right? <laughs> now, and I don't want to spell it out for you boys and the folks at home... But my special lady's got six hands, which means she can make a lot of popcorn all at the same time. She can make, like, six bowls. Wait, is it six or four? 
The illustration so pictures, I'm looking at, she has six. Her model has four? Unless she's hiding what? two. What? Did she lose two arms when she died? Maybe that. The, prim- the Primus is like, sorry, bud, ran out of clay. Couldn't give you all of them. Maybe that artist just in creative liberties on how he could make her sexier, which is incorrect. She's already at peak sexiness. Whether it be four or six hands, I'm ready for her to make me a great batch of popcorn. I will also say, this this um picture that Aaron linked us with the six arms is particularly sexy because she took the liberties of way before its time. And actually, like, before now, we can't do this now. She particularly mogged each wrist with a very different, but still with her overall theme, bracers. They're all golden. They're very, very rich looking. And I really appreciate it. Plus, I use some of those on my mogs. Also, overall, mog is a 10. I love it. Like, showing a lot of the body yaddy yaddy. But it all fits together. Very sexy. I am fucking up. I'm looking through every piece of art that is, like, drawn has her with six arms. But, yeah, every model has her with four. But also, there's one picture of when you're fighting her. She has six. Wait, really? Okay, wait, how many arms does yeah. Finishara have? I assume the same, so four to six. Finishara has four. Yeah, like, I'm, four. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this Shadowlands model of hers, and she has four. But I will link in our little chatteroonie here a picture of her from TBC, and she's got six. Is this, like, a the truth is out there moment? Is this, like... How many arms does Lady Vash have? This is, is our is Mandela six? moment. Is it two? Okay, nobody <laughs> panic. Nobody panic. While PDS has an has a, a, a description on Naga, long lived. Some Naga have gained immortality. Who, by the way, uh, most immortal Naga are women, not men. Tall and slender, find scales and angular features. Often, body got a great butt. <laughs> And often Head game on point. And often have at least four arms, though not all do. And there is a link here, link seven to Warbringers Ajara. What does this mean? What is the reference? How many does she have in the Warbringers? Does she have more than four or what? So it seems like six could be possible. You know, it does make sense that one part in her Warbringers where she just screams at Nazoth, I want six! Six beautiful arms. No, four. <laughs> ah! And that's her curse. That's why she wanted to, like, kill this off. But just to bring us back to Lady Vash herself, like, I feel like, obviously, she has the Medusa look going on, which is, like, forbidden sexy, you know? Because, like, look at it. You might turn to stone. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. But, like, you gotta look at it because it's sexy, you know? Looking good, baby. I can tell you there's one part of my anatomy that she turns to stone. It's my pelvis. Grandpa, is that you? <laughs> my lumbago. I'm going, out for cig- I'm going out for cigarettes again. <laughs> Bring back the pepper- peppermint schnapps. That was um. That was Lady Vash asking her grandfather for pe- peppermint schnapps. You know, I... What does she sound like? Is, yeah, that's good I enough. don't want to just do the Sylvanas voice, but it's like Sylva- it's Sylvanas minus. 
<laughs> Bring back the peppy schnapps, Grandpa. Hand them over. I feel like it probably is like Sylvanas with fish filter on. Well, with that, that's our sexiest NPC of the week <laughs> by Peppermint Nothing Grandpa. Nothing more to say about it there. Forearms, six arms, Lady Vash, you got a special spot in our heart, that's for sure. And now it's time for our top tooch, medium mooch, bottom booch. I feel like a slam poet right now. I mean, you basically are. What are we besides a weekly slam poetry festival? I don't use slam very much on my Fury Warrior. I Why? feel like Rampage does more damage. Oh, what a good game. Better movie by The Rock. He had a big I'm pretty sure that one was filmed here in Chicago. Ugh. But I feel like I can speak on behalf of all three of us boys here at GNR and say that our collective top toot this week was none other than TBCon, hosted by Gershom herself. And we are cracking open some Trulies on behalf of this one. We're talking Gershom co-host of Thrall's Balls podcast, go check it out, hosted a barbecue here in Chicago, and Aaron happened to be visiting us from Michigan this last weekend, and all three of us were luckily able to go to this barbecue. It was a real hoot. It was deeply interesting to meet voices that I had just heard online and then be like, oh my goodness, like that's coming out of a person. Right, exactly. So... Gershom's co-host, main host of, I suppose, of Thrall's Balls, <laughs> Wooly, was there. And Shantyman, Shantyman Gaming, follow him on Twitch, were all there. It was very exciting to meet these people that we've been interacting with on Twitter and Discord, listening to their shows, watching their streams, but never meeting in person. So it was just really cool overall. It's a sign of a good barbecue when it's raining and you are still sitting outside safely under a fucking big-ass umbrella drinking and eating hamburgers. Sorry, sorry, cheeseburgers that Gershaw made for you, and they're fucking delicious. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. I mean, also, I did not drink an entire pack of Trulies, Gershaw. We had extra ones in our bag that we all drank on the way here that we emptied when we pulled them out. <laughs> yeah, we brought a pack of seltzers to share with whoever wanted them. We also brought extra ones. We may have contributed to drinking overall a pack of <laughs> Trulies, but that is neither here nor there. I think it's here and there, honestly. Literally here as well as I throwback a truly on recording but you know i also love that wooly wore a, a void elf shirt just for me <laughs> when you know they're getting their basic high elf hairstyles but what, what it was like what like void elf's rule like i drool but uh yeah uh, Vel velf's rule slide <laughs> drools and then on the uh back shoulder area it said to hashtag suck it no no i'm actually pretty sure on the back it just said stay mad Ah, yes, it said to stay mad. So, yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. I cracked up when I saw it. Also, I it must be said that I was nervous about, like, the whole going to a barbecue at some place you don't know where it's at, 
because anxiety i'm like it's a barbecue which means it's in the backyard which means like what do you do do you like go through the front door go to the back door do you go through the chicago gangway gershom gave good instructions but then she ended it by saying you can't miss it walk up to the door you cannot miss it i didn't know exactly what this meant but she was right because when we walked up to the door she had printed out a giant picture of the friendly bethany twitch emoji you know the what is the actual Twitch emoji? Is it hi guys or hey th- oh, hey there, right? Yeah, I think it's hey there. So ba- basically all of our collective Twitch emoji, hey there, fr- friendly Bethany. I was very, <laughs> I-, I thought it was hilarious to see, honestly. I'm glad because it really made sure that we knew exactly where we were going. Even <laughs> as we, we had were, a picture, we were we, like, thank we God. Lost. We were just vaguely going through, like, Discord pictures, like, And then we saw the friendly Bethany, and we knew we were safe. We knew we were home. What is her real name? I'm trying to find it. The friendly Bethany? Is it? Oh, no. No, I think my Gersh. Oh, (laughs) no, no. No, Gershy squirts will always be Gershy squirts. And I'm I'm proud that I didn't call her that in public. I, I didn't even think about it. I mean, maybe I should have. I won't comment on this, but I will overall say that it was a very fun barbecue. I'm very happy that we went. And I'm also, I just want a side tangent on this top two. Double top two, because it was our first time seeing Aaron in person since the beginning of the pandemic. Like, we've been recording this podcast remote. Like, well, uh, we've never uh, recorded an episode. Like, it's uh, top two for you guys. Um. This is gay. It was, uh, that was, I, I fought Stinky Larry too much. I hurt my back. It was a net negative of a weekend. And I got shot in VR. <laughs> oh, you mean Ugly Joe? Not Stinky. I was like, yeah. how dare you besmirch his name? <laughs> Stinky Larry, he's, he's level three. But yes, we saw each other live for the first time in actual years. We're going to do it again in three days. Yeah, you're probably listening to this right now, and we're having to stare at each other's stupid faces again. Hey, Heavy, if you hear this in time, we won't be at Raid Saturday. <laughs> and maybe I'll be there on Sunday, because we got some bitches to kill demons with. <laughs> we are traveling back to Michigan to celebrate the birthday of Yab Yag himself. We're going to get this man so drunk. I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> God, there is nothing more powerful than just getting super drunk and going to bed in your house. It's got that that supreme energy that nothing can beat. Also, I I just gotta throw a shout out, a triple top to Oh my god. Unheard of energy oh here on the podcast. But just thanks Adorno for sending us a gift card to fund some of this booze for this weekend so that all of us could be very, very drunk for basically the entirety of the weekend. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what happened. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let it be known, there was a lengthy and, dare I say, unhealthy amount of conversation as far to how to spend the gift card. A lot of thought was put into it. Boy, howdy was it. But we made the best decision, I believe. And, yeah, just thanks again. It, it was honestly a great weekend. But yeah, Great Eats at Great Lakes Gershom's house. And with that, I think we are out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, you can email us at do not pod at gmail.com. If you want to complain about how I killed a Corthia rare 
faster than your friends could reach it, send an email to navaracoffin at gmail.com. N-A-V-A-R-R-A coffin. Yeah, I'm talking to you, dirty little proud Morian warlock who is mad that Wild Seed, the fantastic feral druid, was in a hurry this morning and killed the rare before you could get to it. I don't understand either because they were complaining about you personally killing a rare too fast when it was like 6 a.m. server. Like, who is racing around at 6 a.m. server and who would complain at 6 a.m. server that they didn't make it in time? This person who I will not name, though I could if I wanted to, but it's okay. But it's just they tried to publicly shame me for killing a rare fast and I said, I do not care. I am in a rush. I have other things to do. And I will kill a rare if I can delete it. And I can delete a rare, let me tell you. Insert that one TikTok sound that is just like, We, we do, do not, not care. care! And then look like the heavy bass. But like literally they were like, Wild Seed from did, did this. And I said, yeah, what's up? That was me. And, and I said, and I'd do it again if I could. <laughs> and as I was leaving Corthia, by the end, that same rare was up. And that same relapse said that it was up. And I had half a mind to go out there and murder it immediately. But I said, I'll be a good boy for today. I have enough bad press as it is. Yeah, you, you're the bad guy on every episode of this podcast. So you don't need to always be the bad guy in the real world. Fuck you. Where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on the Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I may or may not stream someday again on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at thebigacheesy on twitter.com. You can read our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And you can find me more than likely streaming at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Can you please stream when I'm not at work so I can watch? Ugh. Well, we're gonna have to Wait for Cubbybub to work more night shifts, which I know she doesn't want to do. Wait, just stream with, stream with her there. Just stream when she's no. there. Well, she'd have to be on the stream. I feel weird just being like, okay, bitch, bye. You guys live together. You see each other enough. It's fine. You guys, you guys slumber next to each other for hours, don't you? We actually don't because we're not married. That's why we are getting married. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep enough space for Jesus Christ, Mary, and the Holy Spirit. That's about 12 feet. I don't know. Do they have enough bedrooms in their household for that? Like, it's a lot of bodies. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. That's the Virgin Mary dancing <laughs> up in heaven to the sun. Just, just slurping out other kids. They're just falling out of her. Oh my god. I was like, what is she doing to other kids? <laughs> No, I would like to think that, like, Mary and Jesus and all of them are very <laughs> big fans of Megan the Stallion. They're also huge DNR heads. They love this podcast. We, we should advertise that. This show, this show's going on for a lot. Now we're talking about Jesus. Mary, Come <laughs> on. We got things to do. I gotta get a big glass of water before raid. We don't talk about our, our our download numbers very often, but I will say at least a solid third of ours are streamed from the holy heavens up above, baby. India, we love you, baby. You know fucking Gabriel loves that shit. 
Gabriel and Sunesh come together every weekend to listen to it. Our two biggest audiences, India and Evan. Mary Magdalene, you're not pulling enough of your weight. Play more of our fucking audio clips. Alright, with that, we're out of here. Bye! Oh, wait. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.